Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Beyond the Rules podcast. I'm your host, Steve Batista. With me, the distinguished gentleman, as always, my co-host, Curtis Dugar. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, bud? Good to talk to you. I feel like these weeks get longer and longer, man. I haven't been as busy in my life uh, as I, I have been doing this, man. I'm just glad we're finding time now. It's like, that's the hard part. Anyway, on the third episode, we're going to talk about partnership. And partnership is something that it's a vital part of life, in, of course, but in, in when you're an umpire and you go into the field and you have confidence in your partner or you have to figure out what to shore up that your partner is lacking or you're the one lacking, whatever it is, there's a lot to talk about that are beyond the rules. So that's why Curtis is, you know, he's the, the guy with the credentials and all this uh, experience. So when you walk on the field, wh- what is your mentality, whether it's a new person or somebody you know like give me your experience and how how do you approach it so uh first i i'm really excited that this is a a topic that we're wanting to tackle and i think there's sections to this topic for us and maybe it's all in one one app but i think that this is when it comes to being a team you know whether it's a two-person team three-person for whatever you're doing um regardless of the sport you know, it's important for us to understand that partnership begins well before you hit the hit the field or hit the court. And, you know, philosophically, you know, we should be thinking about what are the ways that this third team, right, this, this, this group of individuals who will be um, on the field or court or in that space with the two teams competing, and how is this third team going to ensure that collectively they're going to be supporting each other and clearly upholding the rules in a way that allows for the contest to have uh, integrity and, and, and for it to flow and for both teams to feel as if like they're getting a quality opportunity to be successful in their contest. It begins with that partnership piece, bring a priority for the individuals chosen to work that particular contest. So, um, and the reason why I think it, it begins at the beginning of uh, or, or before, you know, anyone even, you know, gets onto the field is because that, that partnership piece, you know, there has to be an investment in, and who's, who's chosen to, to be on, on that contest, right? Like, like who, who's, who's working with me? Who, who am I working with? Um, and whether I'm the crew chief or just a member on that team, you know, who's, who's leading that crew, who's representing that crew in a way where everyone's being uh, brought together and everyone is aware of and invested in each other prior to us getting to the contest. You know, ensuring that everybody's good. You know, personally, everyone's good. Hey, I'm just checking in. You know, you're good. What's going on? You know, like what time are you going to be at the at the contest? What does your week look like? We we may have assignments. We may just be kind of you know going by what the crew chief tells us that we're doing. But you know, hey, how do you feel about working this position? Or do you feel like working the plate or whatever it is? How are you physically feeling? You know, like, hey, if you got some bum knees, bum ankles, what's mm-hmm. going on? You know, like, because all of those things play into not only how the context is going to flow, but also like how how the morale and the connection with partners gets initiated, you know, like just so that there's a level of care and understanding to connect with the understanding and the implementation of rules and mechanics and things like that, right? So that's a core uh, element of partnership. You know, someone who's going to initiate how that crew begins to function together, um, how we're recognizing each other and ensuring that as we begin to kind of focus on that contest, whether it's one or a series, 
one game or, or, or a doubleheader or a series or whatever it's going to be, you know, we're all beginning to get into an, an alignment with each other. So that way we're able to go out there and perform and be at our best when it comes to getting through that contest, right? So we're talking about uh, baseball or we're talking about marriage still? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great point. It's a great point. I mean, like like, like, we, like we talk about, like a lot of this, this stuff is life, this trade. So, um, so I, I always like to begin with that piece because um, what I now value the most is knowing that I'm getting a chance to work with someone and really getting to know that individual before we even get on the field. Because like, I'm excited about what we do on the field, but I'm, but I think what gets me excited about is knowing that, you know, I'm working with somebody who's of, of high caliber, who's of, who's a quality person. Who well, then you can excited get excited about, about the game that you're doing. Absolutely. Because you're not worried. Absolutely. And best believe coaches and players get excited about that. They may not have the same in-depth conversations about, life and and stuff like that you might not realize it till after the game too correct correct but they see someone who's coming onto that field who has energy about them who's excited about you know the opportunity that they have to 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 be on the field with them like all those type of things and it just plays out into an opportunity where that that partnership now has a strong foundation right um and i think that's where we that's where we begin it's the psychology of the role you know it's um there is an essence when you're a beginner that you have to sort of like posture and sort of fake it till you make it. But when you get there, you shouldn't be seen as a necessary evil. You should be seen as somebody who's going to help get the job done in, in a very optimal way that is going to just give confidence overall to everybody and allow the game to go the way it should. You know, Without and all your calls will get respected too. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a so doubt. Um, what is your pre-game for NCAA? Cause I, I, is it is it vastly different from like varsity? And was you still do varsity high school, right? A little, a little, yeah. But yeah, you know, like you, but you generally know all the people, or there's still a lot of strangers that you come across. No, no. I mean, I think you know, for me, and I've you know moved around quite a bit. Um, I, there's a core group of officials that I know because um, I get a chance to work with them every year. Um, but what's cool is you know we get new folks in every year, and regardless of what their experience level is, they might be you know, finishing up their pro experience and coming down to the collegiate level and, you know, really getting their career going that way. Or they may be brand new one year in, um, getting their feet, their feet wet. And, you know, so you get a chance to, you know, really engage with people in different ways from different you know walks of life and experiences. And, you know, for me, I think that's where it's important to really be open to, you know, engaging people and 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 learning about who they are and what they're, you know, as much as they want to share, of course, you know, their, their personal experiences and then also their their officiating experience and, and allowing for that to really, you know, create um, a team and dynamic where we can fill in gaps as necessary. So that's 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 just pivotal for, you know, us um, as officials, you know, regardless of how long we've been working or what sport we work. Yeah, because even if you never if you trust the, the other person's game, you, you can anticipate them. Mm-hmm. without having mm-hmm. to know them and mm-hmm. that's that's like the mark that's why I said like beyond the rules is is you can know the rules but the the game is so much more than the rules and having a good partner whether you know them or not is going to somebody who's going to like you said fill in the gaps and and it's like dancing you don't really need to have sure. a, a steady partner if you know the moves and you know where to go and you know when to go then it's going to flow that's right know? like, that's like right. the music and with that comes i mean honestly i think the, the way that dance is going to flow, you're going to know in the initial connection with your partner. You oh, know? yeah. 
you may find out that, you know what, this person, I'm excited about this. Like this person's here, they're present, they're excited. You know, our, our pre-game chatter is good, you know, like clearly. Yeah, and it's, and it's before you even suit up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you get a chance in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, you, you're you just chopping it up with your partner. Like, hey, you know, like, man, my kids are going crazy this week, you know, like whatever it is, right? And just being able to kind of create that rapport, but then it's like, all right, so let's, let's, let's hop into this pre-game. You know, let's talk about this two-man, da-da-da-da-da, right? Like just going through the motions. Hey, you know, we're, we're on the same page with, you know, person in a person, whatever it is, right. Just walking through that pregame, talking about, you know, game management, all the things that we're going to be doing, like just having that conversation and going into the rules in turn, right. So what are the new concepts that, you know, we're, we've been applying for the, you know, for me right now, the first eight games of my season and, you know, what have been some of the, the hiccups, things like that. And then that's where you get a chance to know, you know, where your partner is and, you know, how observant they've been, you know, what might be some uh, opportunities to just kind of correct each other and make sure we're on the same page. But that's also where you're going to, you know, really get a sense of like who your partner is and, and how they're, how they approach the, the, the occupation. And, and honestly, like, you know, if they're taking it as serious as you, you know, yeah. because, you know, and that's where the evaluate the, the evaluation piece, you know, comes into play. Like, Hey, let's make sure that again, from a pro proactive preventative, you know, measure, let's make sure our partners are, you know, where we need to be because, at the collegiate level, like coaches know the rules, they know mechanics, right? So they so, want to make sure that things are being applied appropriately because that could be an advantage if we're not doing things consistently, right? So, um, and if our partners aren't really leaning into that and demonstrating like, yep, I'm gonna be on top of it. This is what I'm focused on. Like that can that can ruin the dance real quick and it can make a, a nine inning ball game really long because you know you're you're, you're having to overwork and, and take care of responsibilities that might not be within your your pocket right so um yeah and that that happens it sets the tone of course and uh are there any like uh from your from when you became as experienced as you are where you can either have the reputation that you have or or somebody understands that you know more than them and they're not receptive like how do you navigate that do you give up not on, not on the on the game but like okay i'm gonna have to 70% this, or maybe even 80 instead of being 50, 50, or, or even uh, whatever the, how much you have to make up for a novice, but now a novice who's not being receptive to how to grow. Like, yeah. how, how do you navigate the, that? Yeah. Um, I, I guess, I guess first, what I would say for myself is, you know, I, I think it's been really cool to have this number of years, you know, at the, at the collegiate level, um, you know, and, and learning from great people, you know, as I continue to um, matriculate, um, but even with that, you know, I think one of the of having this occupation is I'm always learning, and um, my experience comes from being around experienced people. Just making sure that my blade is being sharpened by the iron that's around me, and that keeps me excited about this learning space. Um, being able to then apply what I've learned from the, the the quality folks around me into the spaces that we get a chance to work because there's so many people who who are excited about learning about being an official regardless of the sport trying to debunk the, the learning myths and the and um you know some of the challenges that I think people see officials navigate by redirecting them to the you know positive connections and the energy and 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 just the community that ex- exists out there my experience is because of those quality folks creating those environments where, where we can we can learn and we can challenge each other 
if I'm headed into a weekend, you know, I'm excited about who I'm working with because we're going to make sure that we're all the way good when it comes to us being ready to work that three-game series or, you know, that two-game doubleheader or whatever it's going to be. Cool. You can really like harbor a, a camaraderie versus just pulling up at a parking lot, doing one game and then taking off. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. That's yeah. cool. And, that's really cool. And, and and the reality is that exists. You know, there is those, you know, those, those scenarios where people know that, hey, we just got this one game. Let's knock it out. And when we're done, hey, you know, folks hop into their car and they're out, you know, hey, great luck and clock out. Gone, you know, and not to say that's a significant negative, but when you're talking about partner dynamics, you know, how we show up and how we leave together says a lot, especially, you know, when you're in, you know, we're talking about, again, the wellness of each other, your partners and things like that. You know, if I'm, you know, working, you know, in the inner city and, and my partner's like, all right, I'm out, he's like, losing Kool-Aid points quick because like, you know, if I had to play and I got a dress and now I'm in the inner city and now I'm vulnerable, you know, like we're not thinking about holistic peace here. I know. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I don't and, in the city. You know? Right, right. You know what some I'm saying? These, like, uh, some of these high quality Dominican schools, they don't have a field. They're playing right. in the middle of Cortona Park. Right, right. And, um, and, and, and those things matter, man. Like, you know, like just having that general care and, and perception of how we protect each other both on the field and off goes a long way when it comes to partnership and those things carry over into how we officiate and manage contests you know how we manage people how we manage rules and mechanics and all that kind of stuff and how you manage yourself because more important i think people get in general society tries to have like a a reward for being virtuous and award for doing the job right yeah. the reward is being virtuous the reward right. is doing the job right, right. so if you want to walk off the field and be like, you know, that was whatever level of game, you know, very small level of game. Right. That game shouldn't be a reflection of what you still do. Right. And I understand that sometimes, you know, it's the dog days of the season and you want to Irish goodbye the hell out of there, you know. Right, right. But if you, you know, you're making a choice, especially if you're trying to give off this perception that is really important for everybody else. It's it is about you, but at the same time, you're representing a job that other people are judged by your actions for. It's very, right. it's like, right. you know, cops in that way. And, and, right. and, and the reputation of blue, right? It's a, it's a monolith in a way. People yeah. just have a kind of an mm -hmm. idea about it. So to get specific, uh, how do you like, yeah, how, do I, how do I navigate it? Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a bad partner. Yeah, yeah. I think how I navigate it. And, and I think, and this is why I alluded to just having a good, good network around you to kind of help you put things in perspective as you as you matriculate you know yeah i'm sure it happens less and less now you know? well i mean it, it still happens but i i think uh the big thing is and, and what i always try to focus on is you know regardless of the experience we, we still have a responsibility to the contest and my responsibility is to still be an active and engaged partner so that way we make it through the contest there may be clear indications that whether it's rules or mechanics, it may be clear that those things might be in question in yeah. some way, shape or form. Um, and if we know our respective responsibilities, you know, and we understand what our primary responsibilities are and then what our secondaries are. Um, and we have to, you know, we have the TYPs, right? Like trust our partners, you know, take care of our primary, like all that kind of stuff, right? There, there is a point where we, we have to allow for our partners to do their job. And and to to, horse to, to to render the judgments um, that they were employed to do, and then 
you know, support our partners as much as we possibly can, you know, and I think part of what has been implemented in, in recent years is, hey, let's make sure we get calls right, you know, like, and, and there's rules to implement those things appropriately, right? Um, but then there's times where we just have to trust our partner and, and let our partners really, you know, take ownership of what they have responsibility for and, and make sure that, you know, we we do our best to, you know, not let the, the wheels fall off of a, of a of a contest, but my responsibility is to much as I possibly can without overstepping my bounds when it comes to, you know, being a, a equal partner in that contest is to catch things when I can to ensure that the quality and the integrity of the contest does not fall. And then let's get through the contest, you know, let's, let's manage, let's manage people, let's manage coaches, let's manage situations as much as we can, according to the rules, um, knowing that things might be getting hot or a little testy, let's make sure that the rules are implemented accordingly. Uh, and we get and we get the contest done. I think with that comes the responsibility for a post game. And I think this is where the Kool-Aid points either are added or taken away. You know, if there are things that we got to talk about because they were missed um, or there are situations that we got to process because now we have to do some administrative stuff afterwards. We need to have those conversations to make sure that we're on the same page with regards to what did and did not or should or should not have happened. And that's that's the that's a, that's the responsibility of being a good partner, and that has to be something that's welcomed in being a partner in a contest. Hey, we're in this to get better, regardless of how many years you've been working this. You know, like 10, 15, 20, 25 years, we post game. Like we're gonna have a conversation about some things um, because regardless of those years, someone may have some feedback for you, and folks should be welcome welcoming that feedback because there's a learning opportunity for everybody who's a part of that crew, and they should be able to hear where we could be better individually and then collectively uh, when it comes to officiating. But I think that post game is just as important as the, as, as the pregame. Like, hey, so what did we do well? What were some great situations or plays that we we navigated together? Okay, now let's talk about some of the things that we may have kicked. Like, what are some things that we did not do that hindered, again, the integrity of the contest or put us in a situation where we weren't able to do A, B, and C? And let's make sure we close well so that way we're using that to get better for the next contest that we might have. That's how ever, I approach it. Has uh, has that ever been like challenged in a way to, that somebody either egotistically or ignorantly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, because yeah, yeah. for me, you know, you're like a, a sensei, but there is an above you in your yeah. NCAA. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you your skills don't match, but there's some experience where even that experience doesn't match their skills and they can you can talk to them like i've worked with guys where i i didn't have the experience but i've had the game and at the time didn't have the the confidence to have that post game mm -hmm. in a way that was constructive in a way mm -hmm. that was uh one size fits all too like you know a general and you know this one guy was just he made up rules you know he mm -hmm. made he made up rules and he was the plate guy yeah and he's lucky it's softball in the city and you know, I, there's not much scrutiny, right. but I'm livid, you know, throughout the game, livid. And what am I going to do? I have to get through this. And, you know, and after the game, we talking about those points, we walked off and I was like, I, I can't believe you called the game like that. Like I was only holding back because I didn't want to create chaos amongst us and let you just make your calls that are horrible, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. and the ego that just came out of like, but you know that you made you made the concessions right. knowing what the rules are. It's not right. like you did you didn't know the rules. Right. You knew what the rules are and you didn't do that. So like, I'm not saying anything that's like a criticism. It was just it was bad 
right. it was bad decisions. And it's hard to navigate that, you know, and, but you have to keep it in. I think you just have to get through that game because no matter what, even if you are 90% of the skill, you're 50% to everybody else. And nobody mm-hmm. measures you like internally like that to the coaches and everybody. Mm-hmm. You're still the same. And all those mm-hmm. calls, yeah, obviously there's relative situations where the coaches know you and they're looking at you like what's going on. But mm-hmm. he, he was a softball guy exclusively. I'm like, no mm-hmm. wonder you, you would get challenged mm-hmm. in baseball. Like there, mm-hmm. there's no way. Yeah. Well, I mean, he would get challenged in softball if it was in the right environment, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, I mean, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, I appreciate the, the platform that I have, but I also appreciate the position I'm in because I'm influenced by a lot of very good officials. I get a chance to sharpen, like I said, sharpen my blade because, you know, they see certain things that I may not see. And then I'm able to also give them thoughts on things that they need to also, you know, really prepare for. So that way they're ready for high level contests, you know, conference level, whatever it is. Right. So for me, you know, I, I think in that, in that situation, and I, I think this is where, you know, as I was alluding to early, earlier, us knowing what our responsibilities are primarily and then secondarily, and then things that, you know, we can, we can get because we know, you know, like they're, they, they might be implemented wrong or ruled upon wrong. If there is a shared level of jurisdiction, Hey, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and clean those up, you know, but exactly. other things that are just, you know, their responsibility, you know, our partner's responsibility to manage and, uh, and rule upon. Those are the things where we have to be a good partner and just make sure that the wheels don't fall off. Right. Yeah. And, and and again, manage people, manage, you know, manage the field, manage situations. Expectations too. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because and, uh, and- I, I'll give you, for instance, sorry, I have domination one time. There was a call at second and I was, the, I was the plate, whatever the call was safer. Uh, I, I, it was the wrong call. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coach comes up to me and, you know, not appealable coach. And I, I have a list of the ways that I talk to coaches. And the first thing was like to explain, it's not appealable. It'd be like him coming over and saying that wasn't strike. And I gave him the wording to appease his, but what did you have? What did you have? He wanted me to agree with the call. And I mm-hmm. didn't agree with the call, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to sell my partner down the, mm-hmm. the river and be like, yeah, it was a bad call. Mm-hmm. What I said was, it doesn't matter if I agreed with it. Because mm-hmm. if I did, I would have flatly said, I agree. Mm-hmm. Of course I agree with it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to play him for a fool. Right. So I said, it doesn't right. matter what I think about the call. That is his call. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, imagine if I went over there and I say, you know what? You're right. After this conversation, it's going to look that way. And I overturn it. My partner's call at second while I'm at home. And mm-hmm. you're the other and you're the other manager of the team. Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. do you, how would you feel? Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. And those are ways that you, you pull everybody out of fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, working in the summer, you know, it's, it's the best prep for your spring, you know, seasons or, or your, you know, your main scholastic seasons, you know, because you're going to see all of that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can work on your language. You can work on your approach and, you know, managing, you know, relationships with coaches and all that kind of stuff. And, that, and, and your example is a great example. Coach wants to, instead of going to, you know, your partner who rendered the call, he wants to go to your partner and go, Hey, you know, what'd you have on that? What'd you, what'd you have? have on that? Very, you know, with very little but direct language, you know, letting him know, hey, do you want to go talk to my partner? How about yeah. when um when you go to a partner go who goes up after for a not appealable call and he he wants to ask, like the coach goes, ask your partner and they start walking towards you. I just put my hands up. Like, yeah. well, I mean, like, how would you if if it's a not appealable call? <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, I don't want to 
be like, no, stupid, stay there. You know, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is like, that's your call. It's not appealable. Don't come to me. What do you want me to do? Not ahead and smile. So this is this is this, this is a great question because you know, um, if if I rendered the call and now I see a coach coming out to him wanting you to give me help, I'm gonna turn to the coach like, hey, coach, you got a question? Come on out. You have a question about this play here? Come on, come on out. I'm the person you talk to. You know, so now I'm pulling all the responsibility off of my partner because it's not my partner's call. Like, hey, come on out. You got a question? Like, come on out. Yeah. Come on, come come to the 45. Like, I'll, I'll talk to you. You know, you're not gonna come onto the field. Come on to the 45. You know, I'll answer whatever question you have, right? Um, and we're gonna have a very quick conversation about, you know, hey, so what do you have on that? I have them out. Can you get help? No. Any other questions? Good. When it comes to making calls in the field, you got to let the game come to you. Mm-hmm. When it comes to explaining those calls or explaining the game, the, the rules in the game, you mm-hmm. got to go to it. You can't just, you got to take the charge and be like, yeah. no, it's it's yeah. my, and yes. explain it. Without a doubt. Without and, doubn. and very succinctly too. Mm-hmm. Don't give mm-hmm. them a whole paragraph. And, and and it's part of us, you know, ensuring that we're communicating well, you know, on the field or on the court, you know, like, you know, very similar to appeals, right? You know, if I'm if I'm in the B and you know we got a tag up situation and we go in the third and appeal second before anything happens, I'm telling you, my partner, I got the appeal. We're good, you know, just so that everyone knows that there's no question. Right? It's too many anyway, so of course I got the appeal. But like, you know, everyone knows. Hey, I got this right here, and it's gonna be quick done, and we're gonna keep this thing moving, right? So, you know, the next situation with the coach, Steve, I got it. coach. Got a question about this right here? Yeah, what you got? And then just very quickly, he's safe here and no, I'm not getting help. I was right on top of the call. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. You know, and we're done, you know, so, but that's being a good partner to make sure that we're relieving stress or any sort of tension situations on the, um, on the field, because we know that what the coach is trying to accomplish, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're not letting that happen. When Marty Clark brought up, um, that point, uh, for like an appeal, the point Mm -hmm. and a palm up, is that like Mm -hmm. a general, Thing or is that like a that's more internal that's more internal okay um, that's more know. like a inside yeah, yeah, various yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. that's more like maybe i just tell you beforehand that's what i yeah. do yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah and and, and 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 that's a great you know mechanic like hey you know like i'm, I'm going to you but i'm also letting you know like i yeah i got this oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of times when you, know, you ask for an appeal just to assuage the coach mm-hmm, you're like let's mm-hmm, get together and be like mm-hmm, nod your head and smile you know mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. you have breakfast <laughs> you know no, right 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 <laughs> but but you know we you know we we have to appeal and and we should appeal because you know mechanically you know there's a question about whether or not the person swung so um but you know it very possibly there's confidence on whether or not that person did or didn't go and you know and, and certain crews may have a way of communicating that to their partner so that way they know hey like i'm coming to you but i'm not really coming to you i'm yeah. letting you know like, hey, like, yeah, you can know by went. the walk is it, that is that you can know so, by the walk and that's a and that's a that's a pre-game thing with with partners especially partners who work with each other for like 10 15 years like they know each other right so in college uh, it's usually uh two men right Depends on the, the level in the conference. So D one is, is two. Yeah, and until it gets to like playoffs. No, 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 no. no. D one is three. So, three. um, like Division three, Division two, usually two man uh, systems, um, and then Division one is usually three man systems, depending on the conference as you elevate. You know, yeah. so uh, once you get into like Power Five stuff, there's usually you know it's either three to four. I have no idea, like uh, conference wise, like what's like uh, the SEC of uh, college baseball. Yeah, they're but, rocking um, four. They're rocking four. They're, where's they're, that? They're, 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 Four umpire. Oh yeah, the difference between two, three, four man rotations because a lot of people don't usually get to work those until they get to the level that uh, merits it. But then that level 
doesn't translate to your skills because you just started working a three-man crew for the first time and it's your first playoff games. Congratulations. Now don't, you know, don't mess it up. First time you work three-man. And I think that there's no, um, you know, as we move along and we we get more of a, a system going, we I would love to have, you you know, you mid-season have like three-man rotations and that would be kind of cool. That domination is one of three, man. That'd be kind of yeah fun. for yeah. like certain championship yeah. games, just to like mm-hmm. help facilitate making mm-hmm. better umpires. Yeah, you know, and, and like I said, it's an ecosystem. What happens there, they spread out. It's not like everybody just works at domination only. Absolutely, I can't stress the. the I've only worked the format a couple of times, but I did a championship game in New York City. It's single A, double A, triple A, just like uh, minors, and I did the um, the All Star game. So in this championship game that I did, I had second base. You know, we had our pre-match, but I could tell that not everybody had done the four-man crew, specifically the guy who had first base. And I tell the story all the time. There was a runner on first. The batter hit a shot all the way. It could have been anything from a foul ball to a, a crazy catch or a home run. So third base umpire has to go and track it. Correct. As he goes up, there's nothing else for the home plate umpire to do at that point. He has to go up to third. Right. First base, when the batter runner passes him, he has to go home just in case there's a play at the plate. Because nobody goes back to their spots once they leave, especially in a four-man. Yeah. I notice, yeah. right? Yeah. I notice that there's going to be a play at the plate, and my man at first got his arms crossed. Mm-hmm. He has no idea. Yeah. So I do my best jeter in 2001 against A's, run all the way, and you could see I like I'm almost parallel to the runner. And I forgot what the call was, but I made the call in front of everybody. I got like a commissioner saw he came up to me after the game and I was like, you made your own play. And he compared it to Jeter. And I definitely felt I was, I was in my feelings about that. But before, after that play, I went up to the guy and this is where I knew my confidence met a little more than my, it was adding things to my personality that I never had, which was to go up to somebody and tell them that they messed up in a way that I'm not, I'm not a mean guy. I'm very nice. You know, I just have a nice, I, I like to lead with niceness, especially in my job where I think it's, it's foreign to coaches, players, and parents. Right. So I go up to him and I'm like, you, you know, you got to do better. That was you, you know, you got to do better. He could, and he was, he was a little ner- nervous because it was bad luck. You know, right. we were in Staten Island Yankee stadium, right. a lot of people right. watching. So it was, right. it was a good moment, but no amount, no amount of like prep work. Cause he, we talked about the rotations. He's going to get you reps, you know, and, that's something that as much as you can talk about it, you still need to get on the field and do. And it's hard. It's not like you could play a pickup game with umpires. And so right. I hope that like this can translate to something that, you know, we work in a domination too, to get more prepared. So the conversations can actually mean something versus telling somebody how to play a video game when they, they never had the controller in their hand. Right. Right. You know, and, and, and I think what's cool about your scenario, um, um, your experiences, you know, again, this, this ties into partnership. You know, there's a number of times when, you know, officials may be really good at the two-man system, but then they get added into mm-hmm. a three-man system or, you know, depending on the playoff level or, you know, type of, you know, tournament it is, it might bump into a four-man system. And the only experience you've had is that, 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 that tournament meeting where they go over this, this complex system in 45 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, so there's going to be, bumps and bruises, right? There's going to be missed rotations. There's going to be these things, right? So um <clears throat> so I I appreciate you know what you shared because you know there were there there was a 
there was a fumble there, right? Like there was a miss in rotation and it happens. It happens. You, you're not a bad person because they missed the rotation, yeah. but there's well, a responsibility there to make sure that we have something covered because we may have an action plan. We may have something happening that may need one of us to call, you know, to make a ruling on it, right? Um, and our responsibility as partners is to, you know, <clears throat> get through that scenario. But then, you know, as we wrap up and we're, you know, we're done with the contest, like it is our responsibility to have that conversation and to just say, hey, let's talk about that rotation. You know, what were you, you know, where, where was your mind at? You know, and not not to point or not to make somebody feel bad because that's not our that's not our responsibility either at, at any point. Right. But it is our responsibility to say, hey, let's talk about that. Well, like, like, what, what do yeah, you have? It's got to be acknowledged. You know? Absolutely. What do you have on that? Like, oh, man, Kurt, you know, I understand, you know, like I was I was totally locked in on the runner and I totally forgot, you know, I got to go because we had a runner, you know, on first and they were already, you know, you know, headed to third rounding. And by the time I picked up on it, I was still in the dirt circle. So I saw you, you know, tripping over the map, like, you know, just being able to talk about it, you know, and, and, and make sure that it turned into a learning moment, not at a deflating moment you know um, because that's how we build officials you know we got to learn on 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 the things that we kick because those things turn into now um areas of focus and hopefully areas of strength and as we add those you know those learning moments to our game and that's why i think repetitions are important without a doubt but three and format because no matter your skill level without those repetitions you you can go from watching the game to being a spectator if it's possible, if it's possible, you know, I think, I think, um, the, I think the reality is, is, you know, at, at the, at the high school level, um, and even, you know, at, at the collegiate level, based off of what, what level, you know, folks are working, they may not have a, a, a chance to work a lot of three men. And that's the reality. Heck, you know, a lot of us, you know, who are, you know, uh, working, you know, division one stuff, you know, we have a lot of two man stuff in between the division one stuff. So we always have to, use that pregame to be like, all right, so let's, let's make sure we're, we're back on track here. Let's think about, you know, our rotations, you know, mechanics, blah, 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 blah. like we have to make sure those repetitions are verbal first before they become actual in-game repetitions, because we just don't have a lot of time, a lot of opportunities to get those repetitions in, you know, so, um, so we got to think about, you know, folks who may not get any repetitions in with three men, how do we master two men in a way where once we plug in, plug ourselves into that three man, we're thinking about those mechanics and how, you know, three man sits on top of the framework of two man mechanics. So that way, those those minor adjustments three all make like sense because two, you know, three is built upon the the framework, the foundations of two man mechanics. Yeah, it, it, three is it's it's a challenge, especially with um. I think it's easier to work with people who have not done four man. Then, then to, if they have not done three man, you know, like three man, it really, it throws you off. I, I, I was thrown off. I felt very, all my years of two men, it's like, whatever, it doesn't matter anymore. Now, now you're kind of like a novice and then you're, and not just like, I'm showing it in my head. I, I'm, I'm too much worried about what I have to do instead of doing it. And that's what reps eliminates. You know, so I think we, that, like you said, this is partnership is this could this is the first of a bunch of things and, and even a lot of relevant things will come out through the season that we need to address. But um, you know, I think right now that we we covered a lot and shared some experiences. And one thing that this podcast is gonna offer too is as the season starts and 
is co relevant content to talk to. And uh, I sent you this uh, link. Did you see it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for everybody listening, uh, uh, I, I'll post it on the Instagram as part of the the promo for this uh, episode. There was uh, I, it was it was college. Was it college or minor league? Uh, minor league. Yeah. It was minor league game, and this umpire, I guess he just, you know, he had, he was a bet the over, or he had a hot date, but he 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 was checked out and. Oh, the baseball game. No, you said no, no. That, that was a collegiate game. That was a collegiate game, yeah, mm -hmm. the collegiate game where the umpire just called those those strikes that were not strikes, you know, and just rang them up. You know, it was a seven one game, whatever the score was. I'm gonna uh, pull up the play on my side, just so. So yeah, like. What do you do in those situations? How do you like when people? I'm sure people send you those links. Uh, I don't know. People send me links all the time. Like, how do you? What, what do you do? That was sort of like an idea. Uh, what gave me the idea for the podcast is answering to to layman. What is it that you're supposed to do? How would you do? What is the protocol, and how would you react in those situations? And you know, this one's easy. That that's that. I don't. I don't. That guy. There. There should be a level of firing or suspension on that on those sort of obvious egregious calls you know those those strikes hit the floor i mean those the, the, those balls hit, that he called strikes hit the floor so what what my perspective on that um is um and and, and this is what i i have come to appreciate about um quality assigners right <laughs> um that's what happens in those situations is not my responsibility. You know, I need to get through that game. I need like if I'm if I'm if I'm um, um, the partner of, of the official um, who's behind the plate. Um, <clears throat> my job is to make sure that I'm the best partner I could be in that moment for that contest. Which means that you know, again, you got to manage the contest. You know, regardless of what's being called and. You know, um, yeah, but you got to manage the, the guy, the heat that that guy is getting. You have to manage it too, because it's on you too, no matter what. So, 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 in managing that scenario, I'm already thinking, okay, like we got a team that's hot. You know, this is this batters up and doesn't feel like, you know, the strikes are credible, whether they are or not, right? Like you mm -hmm. got to think objectively here, you know. Um, and it's two outs, and you know what what could happen in this situation right um so already i'm thinking okay if we if we get this third out and you know it, it blows up what 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 is my next responsibility how am i being observant in this moment to make sure that you know we are you know we are you know administering the rules accordingly right and then also how are we ensuring that you know my partner you know um gets out of there Right. Uh, you know, because 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 we got some hot folks and but we have behavioral potential behavioral issues that are right in front of us. So um, so in that situation, again, my 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 commitment is being the best partner I could be in that moment to ensure that we adjudicate the rules and responsibilities accordingly. Um, and then as necessary, if necessary, we're documenting things because there might be some actions that take place at, you know, after that particular ruling that needs to get up to my assigner and subsequently all the other individuals as necessary and ensuring that, you know, my eyes, my ears are, are, are paying attention to what's happening um, as we conclude that contest, taking mental notes of things, because if there are some uh, actions, both sets of eyes and ears need to be observant so that way we can get an accurate recording of what 
trans transpired so that way our leadership can get those things and and then we can move accordingly on suspension and things like that yeah of um, course the, so, the, the chain of command and stuff like that but correct, correct. In, in those situations when the team's hot like say that was the game ender mm -hmm. say that there wasn't a game ender and you felt the way you the coach either you intercepted it because you understood that that heat shouldn't be on that guy right now he's not going to obviously handle he's not handling the post well and you intercept do you usually give coach would you give a coach more room than you usually would so so correction i'm not intercepting anything i'm being observant because if the coach you know starts to demonstrate a behavior if my partner doesn't address that immediately, then I will. That, right? But that's what I'm saying. It gets to that yeah, point. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. When it gets to that yeah. point that you're the one having to yes, yes. Def deflect the heat or or talk yes. the coach off the ledge. Yeah. Do you give him more rope? Do you give no, him more? No, no, because we have rules in place to address those things. So for instance, say it was a ball, you know, it was a ball and a strike. It was a strike ball, kid strikes out, now the coach is, and it wasn't a game ender. The coach is yelling, oh, that's horrible, blah, blah, blah. Coaches can't argue balls and strikes. So now we're already kind of creating that that framework that could potentially lead to an ejection because there's an argument happening that by rule cannot happen, right? So we're just so so the commitment is following through on the rules that have already been laid out. So that way, if we ever have to get to the point where things that needs to be an ejection, we've already taken all of our necessary steps to get to the ejection. That is our job. Beyond that the credibility of the pitches that's not my job now as a partner again the post game piece there may be a conversation about that like hey man how'd you feel about that last sequence man like well, what would you think about those pitches you know you heard that you know the batter and you know like what like you know were you able to kind of seat like did you were you able to set up well like whatever it is being a good partner making sure that there's an opportunity to process those things I trust that my assigner will have that conversation about, okay, so let's talk about this. Those pitches were really bad. So what were you thinking? Like all those type of things. I, I don't get paid to do that. that that's yeah. my assigner's responsibility. So again, being a good partner is just following, you know, the, 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 the construct of how we adjudicate the rules. Um, how do we make sure that, you know, the credibility of, of, of how we manage situations don't falter um, regardless of the situation. And, and making sure that you know, as necessary, we adjudicate and make sure that our leadership gets what they need. That that that's that's my commitment there. So you know, if my partner isn't able to catch that coach and say, "Hey, sorry, coach, you can't argue balls and strikes," and he may get another snipe in, or they may get another snipe in, and you say, "Hey, that that's your warning here. Like we're done with that piece. Now we've already given two warnings. <laughs> you know, we said, "Hey, we can't do this." You know, due to the fact that you know that's a ball strike. You know, comment, and we don't allow that. And give them some sort of indication, though, like that. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You, you understand absolutely. what they're coming from? Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're going to tell us that I stink. Like they, they're going to tell. No, no, me, not like, you know, like like if you're part. Like I'm saying that specific situation, yeah, the coach yeah. comes up to you and you you he understands the parameters of his complaint. He can't go too far, no matter what, because you he, have to protect he, the post. He can't come up at all because if he's coming up saying, "Hey, so let's talk about those strikes." No, you can't do that. Sorry, coach. Can't argue about the strikes. He's, yeah, but I, I just mean in this specific obvious situation where they're hitting the girl. It's not that he's arguing. He's he, he sort of I think they just want validation for their. They, 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 they know what is valid. They don't need to come up and get validation from an umpire. They, they know that the pitch is Suck it up then. And yeah, just, you yeah. know, the, the, those coaches are going to call my boss immediately and say, hey, like you need to take a look at this film at this time. And on this clip and look at these pitches and let me know what you think, right? Like 
they, they, this is nothing new, you know, like these coaches know that and, and rightfully so, like they should be communicating, letting our assigners know like, hey, we, we may want to make some adjustments with, you know, this particular official and what they're, how they're performing in these particular situations. And the assigner will, will follow up accordingly. And I think that's why where that trust comes in and with the assigners and the development tools that are in place to make sure, you know, officials are ready for contests accordingly to, 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 to be, you know, in a position and, and, and prepared to perform at the highest, you know, calling pitches that are hitting the dirt and all those other things like, you know, <clears throat> It happens, unfortunately, but it should not happen. And 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 as partners, you know, again, that 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 post game feedback to allow for that processing is important. But um, but with that, their their responsibility is to be like, hey, so let's let's talk about this. And and do we need to you know help you recalibrate, or is this too much? Like, is this level you know above your head a little bit? Like, what what is that? You know, and 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 they bear that responsibility. Hopefully. Oh no! This is this is this that happens, you know. Good, like, good. You know, and and um. Well, I know. say for, speaking from the level of, I'm not. This is not a bashing podcast, but no, no, no. no you no. know, I, I know assigners who there is a default to needing bodies to mm-hmm. fill the role, and then there's a default to like, this is what I got. What are you going to do about it? Well, and yeah, that, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it, of course. Uh-huh. Well, and, and 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 I think the other piece of this is is and, and this is you know I don't I don't know that official you know, but everyone has bad days you know, and mm-hmm. who knows what's going on in an individual's life, right? Like, what, he may have had a great day, you know, and maybe just had a bad day on the field. It happens, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, that's a conversation that I trust when it comes to the sign. Like, hey. I know you. I, I I know your balls and strikes. I know how you work. So let's talk about this game because we can't have that again. Like you maybe know, like, you're not ready. I think. I, well, I won't. I won't go there. I think right. what 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 I'll say is, you know, I think trusting that the assigners, knowing their personnel, will be able to you know help that individual recalibrate so that way those that situation doesn't happen again. You know that that's that's why we trust our leadership. How, why we have developmental programs and things like that to make sure people are ready. You know, for situations like that, you know, not just you know two strikes, but the situation of you know be, of being able to kind of recalibrate and get back in the zone, so that way you don't have consecutive bad pitches that you're seeing, right? Um, but you know, everyone has has their day. You know, sometimes you know it's in some of these critical moments moments where you know got to be reminded that we got to be ready. To and then you go viral, moments. right? And then you go right. viral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. We all have situations, so yeah. Well, we all. We all. My, my my hope is that you know that individual is uh you know has has hit the reset button. Is like you know what that was a that was a crappy night, and I got to work you know third base tomorrow. So let's get it you know and yeah. and 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 the page has turned. He's you know they're yes, working focused. You know, like you said, it's going to be viral, so the video is going to be there. But he's probably you know my hope is that he's yeah. he's he's ready to you know turn it on for you know today and work third and do we got to do and and move on from it and as, it's a, a, as officials if, we have to do that oh for sure um, but then also as officials we also you know we have to be even though i may not ever be his partner we have to be good partners from where we're at 
you know, and 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 not be ready to crucify fellow mm-hmm. officials for yeah. you know for performances. Because again, like you said, it's a body's issue, but it's also like it's it's a it's an integrity issue. Like we're we're all you know stripes and you know like you know we're all we're all trying to work our best, and sometimes we fumble. You know, and we gotta we gotta own where we have failed, but at the same time, like. We also need to put the onus on our partners to to work on their craft so that way that stuff doesn't happen again, because that is a bad look. Yeah. And I think there's a situation where if there's one thing I could uh, tell people who are listening who are not umpires and you see situations like this, just for one second, imagine a job where you have spectators criticizing all the time. And I'm not saying that we're not built for it. We should be. We have to be. But if that just you know, take your brain off and put our brain on and understand this, the scrutiny that comes with it and maybe be nicer to your umpire. <laughs> if, you know, and if they don't deserve it, you know, maybe just, you know, do like my mom told me. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all and just move on. But but this was spirited, Curtis. Uh, yeah. I think we got a nice flow. Um, the next episode is going to be about the strike zone to coincide with the season. I think a lot of people are very confused about it. Sometimes I am. So thank you, Curtis. This, this, is good. A, this is a great topic, you know, and I, and I hope that, you know, folks want to engage in the topic beyond, you know, what they heard, because I think partnership is is key for us, um, not only performing well at the craft, but also for us, you know, recruiting and retaining officials, you know, who want to be a part of the sport or or, or in these spaces and, um, and, and want to know that their time is worth it, you know, that they're mm-hmm. truly connecting with individuals who they're investing, you know, their efforts with so uh so i'm hoping that we can continue this 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 dialogue a relationship that could become a partnership is uh it's something that could get something done you yeah, know yeah and and it's good to to work on that and and build a, a perception that there's trust for everybody listening take care and i'll talk to you next time